0: You're listening to Panoptic Outre with John Genza and Jeremy Recklein. Episode 45 of Panoptic Outre. Thanks as always for listening at panopticoutre.com, soundcloud.com, and for subscribing via iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Huge shout out as well to everybody who has liked us on Facebook and is following us on Twitter and Instagram at panopticoutre.com. I am John Jenza. You got Obama phone? Yes. Everybody in Cleveland,
1: low minority, got Obama phone. Keep Obama in president. You know? He well, gave us a phone. He gave you he a phone. Do How do he give you a phone? You, you sign up. If you're
0: you on full stamps, you on Social Security. You got low income. You disability. Hey, have he come, Okay, what's wrong with Romney again? Romney, he sucks. He hate. <laughs> sucks bad. And you can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Genza. And I'm the Cocaine Cowboy, Stitches. I
2: and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeremy Reckline, our associate producer. Cody Murray, Big Dog Pimpin'.
0: Chocolate dice.
2: You can follow him, Instagram Murray. Episode 45.
0: <laughs> what the fuck, man? God damn it. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Murray 87 There you go. It's, it's not like he's here anyways. He wouldn't have corrected us. Episode 45. This will be monumental for all of our senior listeners. For anybody who knows a senior listener or just a senior in general, if they're around the ages of 95 to 100 and they're still trying to get their rocks off, we have the perfect nursing home for them in, uh, I believe, Sandusky, Ohio, the fine city of Sandusky, Ohio. This place is a hellhole. There's always
2: (laughs) fucked up shit happening there.
0: So we'll be touching on that in this episode. The Irishman, finally, the Martin Scorsese project, he's working with De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, all the old guys getting back together again. Netflix doled out for that, so we're going to go into the details of that film, uh, hopefully coming sometime soon near you. And Jeremy, uh, has, he has a blank check from his place of employment for a company car, so we're going to need your suggestions by the time this episode is over. Hit us up again at Panopticoutre on Twitter. Email us, panopticoutre at gmail.com, for all those suggestions. And later in this episode, big surprise a big return if you will it's like a pro wrestling angle a return of someone you haven't heard from in a while a bit that we haven't heard from in a while i'm excited it's good stuff
2: yeah this goes out to all of our day ones they're gonna remember this they're gonna be jacked excited quizzed up they're gonna be the whole nine just fucking amped with juice when they hear what happens
0: the first thing we want to speaking of amped with juice that's actually a pretty good one because what we're about to talk about is it uh, does involve getting juiced. A uh, huge news out of Texas about a couple weeks ago, uh, not quite a couple weeks ago, uh, Texas State Wrestling Championship, specifically with the, the girls' side. There is a transgender boy, so in this case, a a biological female, someone who was born a female who was taking testosterone and other substances to make this transition into being male, uh, tried to get on the boys' wrestling side of that state championship bracket. was not allowed by the state of Texas because uh, he was a, um, a natural-born female. So they made him wrestle with the, the girls, and he—see, he, I have to be careful with the pronoun here— he won the state championship on the girls' side for the Texas State Championship, and it drew the ire of uh, Joe Rogan, who I kind of agree with here because this boy who wanted to wrestle against the other boys was not allowed to, basically just went through the entire side of that bracket Won the state championship all the while taking testosterone and other stuff that you need to make a full transition, and he made the point that wrestling, much like other things, is a combat sport similar to MMA. It's a lot the big base that a lot of MMA fighters use, and it was an unfair advantage for uh, the the name of the wrestler's Mac Beggs. Uh, it's unfair for him to be taking testosterone and competing against other girls who are not allowed to take the same testosterone. It's an uneven playing field, unlevel playing field, I should say. And uh, it could have caused someone to get hurt. If you're talking about someone who's just jacked up on testosterone wrestling, you get put in headlocks and pinning situations that could lead to pretty bad injuries. And it's lucky nobody got hurt. So Joe Rogan kind of had a hot take on that in an era where, slowly but surely, Trans people are getting recognized and they have more rights, or at least people are fighting for more of their rights. But in this case, it's one of those situations where possibly this should not have been allowed to take place just because of the safety factor behind it.
2: I don't even know how to refer to transgendered people when they say he or she. I don't know if they're going from boy to girl or they've already paid Could it. A Is there like a season. rule? Uh, there-
0: I, I, I want to say if it's transgender and then you say the, the sex that they're transitioning to. So if you say transgender male, it is female to male.
2: See, I did not know that. I'm more educated. (laughs) I do have to point out because this poor girl is getting kind of crapped on for beating all these other girls when she's all juiced up on testosterone. She did, in fact, try to compete with the boys first, and they told her no. So I don't understand why they would let her compete with girls knowing that this is going to be the outcome.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of archaic rules, especially when it comes down to high school athletics, where, you know, they just look at your birth certificate and all they care about is gender and date of birth. So as long as you're not too old or too young, and as long as you you fit in with whatever gender of birth you have, especially in a state like Texas, that's what you'll be assigned to. Uh, and the the beef I mainly have is just the fact that a person taking testosterone, whether it's a, a A male a female transitioning or not transitioning they shouldn't be allowed to compete in a sport like that against anybody
2: yeah it gives you an unfair athletic advantage absolutely
0: and we saw what happened he won the state championship uh, on a side that he shouldn't have even been on in the first place and then on testosterone on top of that so i think joe rogan made a good point i I think he just drew the ire of a lot of people on twitter and he was getting a lot of backlash for it but i think he's right
2: it's so weird because you have to respect the courage to attempt to wrestle oh, with the boys and then texas being backwards as it is tells you too bad so i don't he blame goes the athlete at all and competes with the females and you know dominates so i mean i don't know was she a gifted wrestler to begin with you know i don't know did she win just purely because she was on
0: testosterone i'm not sure i mean you're talking about someone who's probably wrestled all four years and i don't know when the transition started so it depends me you know, maybe freshman year of high school uh when she at the time was wrestling with the uh, the other girls was already kind of deemed to be kind of like a phenom or a, a young up-and-comer and who knows how he would have done against the boys if he had done it from if, freshman year
2: if you're a parent what do you tell your kids like hey you know i'm proud of you for competing in an awkward situation and you know you're gonna have the parents who are like well they shouldn't have been this girl should not have been competing or boy, excuse me, boy, this boy yeah. should not have been competing, so my second place would have actually been a first place. I mean, it's just all sorts of messed up. I think they should have just let her compete against the boys, or him against the... Fuck me, I yeah. suck at this.
0: No, yeah, it would be him in this case. But I, at the same time, that still comes back to my major concern, which is even if I'm the parent of a uh, of a boy... Testosterone. Well, a, yeah, t- it's an unfair playing level. So that, that's why I would want to either take my kid out or at least come up with an official complaint i guess to lodge against the high school association that handles all the athletics that that would that would be my main beef the transitioning the transgender that doesn't bother me at all no testosterone use
2: yep i hear that i think that my biggest beef is that i'm not going to end up in the retirement home of my choice when i get old
0: you're you're probably not going to want to end up in sandusky ohio unless they keep up with the, the policies that they've had recently.
2: Yeah, my girl Brittany Fultz, 26-year-old caretaker at a assisted living home, decided it would be a good idea to start giving a 100-year-old man lap dances, and she was showing the tits and the ass. And another caretaker thought, this was a good idea. I'm going to videotape this, and we're going to have some yucks. So as they do in Ohio, the friend snitched on my girl Brittany <laughs> and showed off the video, and uh, yeah, so she got arrested and she's being prosecuted. My girl Brittany though, she pled not guilty.
0: Is that the the state motto for Ohio? It's just instead of land of Lincoln, like in Illinois, it's the land of snitches.
2: And what is with the coworkers? You know, the one thing I've learned one thing I've learned in this show is if you're gonna work in Ohio, your coworkers are gonna snitch on you. They're gonna rat on <laughs> you and you're gonna go to jail. But no, she pled not guilty, and her reasoning was that this hundred year old, even though he has dementia. He knows damn well what was going on. He could have told her to stop at any time.
0: Look, there's a difference between wanting to, you know, prank somebody or get riled, get somebody riled up, and there's a difference between that and getting butt ass naked and giving somebody a lap dance. That's obviously something. There's something wrong with her. It's not just a joke. It's not a prank. There's something weird and twisted going on in that head of hers. It just, when
2: you're a hundred year old man and there's a twenty six year old getting naked in front of you, how is that a prank? Yeah like oh you dropped some cold water on me how is that a fucking prank
0: and it just kind of sucks because he has dementia so he's probably not going to remember it anyways <laughs> I know, that's he the was... <laughs> unfortunate bit about it he was
2: hooked up by a 26 year old with some fresh skins he was getting ready to hit it he can't even remember <laughs> he's living like fucking memento with the tattoos on his body trying to remember
0: that's just an awful thing i don't know i mean i guess if you're from the perspective of it was the person who was recording it were they knowingly recording it? Like, was the stripper, yeah. the stripper knew she was being recorded? Oh, yeah. And then he narked anyways. Yeah, they were. They were Or by, she, I don't I'm know. I'm assuming they were by the vending
2: machine. They probably, they look like they eat ramen noodles on the regular or like those old tuna sandwiches that spin around in circles. God knows how long they've been there.
0: Those dollar donuts that don't taste like anything. And
2: and my girl, Brittany's like, you know, it'd be a great idea is, you know, you see John over there, that a hundred year old man. I'm like, I'm going to try to get his penis hard. So I'm just going to get naked and <laughs> dance on him. I mean, you got a level of self-esteem and daddy issues when you're trying to dance for a hundred-year-old in a caretaker-assisted facility, home, whatever the fuck it is.
0: I mean, it's bad enough that... Imagine if you are visiting this 100 year old man, you're in that, that, that waiting room and everything like that. And you're just, you're just waiting to see 100 year old pops or grandpops or great grandpops in this case. And then he comes in and he's not, he's not dealing with this dementia. He's doing okay. And he's like, Hey, you'll never guess what I did. And you're just like, okay, grandpa, now you're being crazy. <laughs> but, knock it off with the lies, Orville. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was dancing for you. And I could just imagine sitting in Sandusky, Ohio on the way wait- what reminded me of this. Actually, I went to go get my haircut yesterday and I'm in the waiting area. And it just reminded me of how much anxiety I go through sitting in waiting areas. It doesn't matter if it's for a haircut, for a doctor's appointment, for a dentist appointment. Like my hands just start to clam up and then immediately I just whip out my phone. I look down at it and I don't look up again until I'm called for or somebody grabs my attention. Because it just weirds me out. There's like people looking at you. You're just sitting there. You're surrounded by people you don't know. And it's just, it's a strange, awkward feeling.
2: So how does that work with you commuting on the train? Do you feel the same in the train? Or is this specific to waiting rooms?
0: No, it's specific to waiting rooms. And I think because the train is transportation obviously it's moving and everybody else is kind of minding their own business so you know you're kind of in your own world they're in their own world so it's all good but when you're in a waiting room i feel like people are looking at you and going i wonder why he's here i wonder what's wrong with him why does his hair look so bad why has he waited so long in between haircuts clearly
2: so you're you're in the waiting room for a haircut yeah and people are thinking why does his hair look so bad yeah why is he in hair? this case it wasn't I'm... a
0: waiting room it was more of just a waiting area but even then it was just i don't know it was i can't i can't describe it. it's this inexplicable fear and anxiety that comes from being in a waiting area
2: so doctor's office dentists places Anything. like that is no good for no you no
0: good so that was just a, a weekly reminder uh, of how anxious i get
2: weeks worst I I can, I can appreciate that. You know, I had gone through something similar and I actually wrote about that on the website. If you will go back to panopticoutray.com and look at the Young Bucker blog that I've just been smashing out episodes left and right with my, my journal skills. And that's, that's basically because Courtney won't edit anything because it takes her four weeks to get through one, one entry, but I can, uh, therapy actually helped me a lot. And you know, guess what? I learned in therapy is like the world does not revolve around you and most people probably don't give a fuck.
0: Very true. And and I tell myself that. I'm like, these people don't actually, they're not looking at you. They don't care. But for whatever reason, in the back of my mind, there's still that weird feeling.
2: And if you, if you remember back, and this is like big ups to Courtney, if you remember back when we were at that porn convention, I could feel myself slipping into a shell where I wouldn't want to talk to anybody. I got really quiet. I felt like all the, all the porn people, all the people there to see porn stars were focused in on me. And I mean, I know I'm a big fucking deal, but not that big of a deal where everybody cares what I'm doing. And, and you were wearing mis- a
0: pretty sweet hat. So they were probably looking at that.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? So I that's, you know, therapy. I learned how to get myself out of that, but I can appreciate and that's a tough thing to go through. But, I mean, you probably were being stared at because sometimes when you let the beard and hair go, I mean, you do look like you'd be on the no-fly list. Exactly.
0: And that's why, you know, that's funny that you brought up that porn convention because that's when I that's when I kind of realized that you had anxiety on any level because you're a pretty confident dude otherwise, crack jokes, you're very social depending on the situation. So I thought really, like, you just weren't enjoying yourself and that you were, like, too cool to try to talk to anybody. And I was like, well, what's up his ass? And then, like, Courtney finally was just like, you know, he kind of gets anxious in, in crowds like this. You just kind of have to back off. i was like oh shit okay i had i had no idea i have to, would have fooled me you know
2: and it, it comes completely random and i can't control and it just happens i mean there were one time we were at a wedding and i sat at the table like by myself and then like you know courtney doing the like the nice thing like hey are you okay can i get you anything are you all right and i'm like i felt like by her talking to me she was drawing even more attention to me and i'm like everybody hates me nobody likes me this is very uncomfortable and it was—it's a real feeling. Yeah, it's 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 scary. You just want to be like, I'd be—I wish I could be anywhere but here.
0: Weddings can be the worst because I'm always for going to weddings. The weddings are fun as hell, especially when it's two people I care about. But then when I'm sitting there, and I'm not much of a dancer, I don't dance at all. Maybe once per wedding, and that's about it. And as soon as somebody asks me like, "Hey, why don't you go up there and dance?" That's when I start feeling anxious, like, "Oh, oh fuck!" Now they know. I start you know like pulling up my shirt because it starts getting 90 degrees hotter in there, and I just start stuttering and mumbling and i can't respond and i just go outside for some air collect myself and go back in
2: i remember one time i was with a group of friends and it was like a big dinner we went to ruth's chris steakhouse and everybody was in the bar drinking and for whatever reason i didn't want to drink and i was amongst people i knew and like you know 90 percent of the people i knew really well but i don't think anybody knew that part of me and it hit me really bad and it was like a three-hour dinner and all these people are used to me being outlandish and really loud and crazy and i sat quietly for like three hours didn't drink and i'm sure they thought to this day i'm sure they all thought i was like a giant asshole but it like it hit me like really bad and it sucked because i was in a rather comfortable situation and still i was just like yep don't want to be here don't want to talk to anybody
0: hits you at the worst time ruth's chris by the way is the worst name for a steakhouse ever i
2: always said i always said it backwards and get it flipped chris ruth yeah or like what's (laughs) supposed to be plural (laughs) Uh, my week's worst is people not respecting your time, and what I say by this is I also work at a radio station on a volunteer basis, and I work a ton of hours to begin with. I've got family life, so my, my schedule is pretty limited, and I go out of my way to accommodate other people, and there are people who are very grateful, and people are appreciative, but I did a, a show, and I don't want to give it away because I don't know who listens, but this person asked me, who doesn't even work at the radio station, to go through and edit a bunch of old episodes and stuff that I had recorded for him and pull out his stuff so he could create a CD. So I did that. I explained to him my travel. I'll have it in time, which I did. And then he came back with, like, attitude and said he wanted more things edited and that I didn't provide everything that he asked for, which I did. I confirmed. I double-checked. And I just thought it was a complete lack of respect for somebody who's not even working there I work more hours just on my day job than what this guy does in his whole life. And then I'm coming in on my late nights. I mean, there's been nights where I, I get up at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, and I'm there until 11, 11.30 at night. I'm going in early on Saturdays, going in on Sundays to get this stuff done. So I think it's a complete shitty thing when you don't respect people's time and their efforts. So for that, week's
0: worst. The worst when somebody's unthankful about anything and just doesn't realize that you are not there for, for their own not pleasure necessarily, but for their business and all of that.
2: Now, on the flip side, there have been people that have been really awesome. I mean, I get a guy sent me a thing from Omaha Steaks just filled with like fillets and burgers and all this stuff. I've gotten gifts. I've gotten, you know, I had a guy send me just a, a text message one day, and he said, hey, I know that you're recording a program today. You've been killing yourself, working a ton of hours. I'm here. I don't mind recording it so you can enjoy your weekend. And just that thought, just that sentiment, like I was like, like just this short of fucking sucking his dick, like, like, <laughs> hey man, I don't know how to do this in a masculine way that doesn't come across in an uncomfortable way for you, but I really appreciate that. Um, I'll give you a tug job, you know, with my mouth if you that like. That just
0: requires some slap ass, like in baseball. Yeah, it's like, oh, good, good heads up. So that's not always bad. There's sometimes some good news.
1: Best news ever.
2: Yes, sir. Lots of good news. I've got a ton of traveling coming up, some for work, some for personal, and the work I'm going to try to, if at all possible, coordinate so I can get some vacation or personal time into it to take advantage of these flights and stuff like that. But I'm just going to list some of the things that I've got on the agenda for the upcoming year. UFC 210 in Buffalo to see my boy Gegard Mousasi, assuming that Donald lets him in the fucking country.
0: I'm assuming that's where the Sabres play is, where they would have that yeah, you know what? I'm not, I'm honestly
2: I don't even know the venue, but it can't I'm, be the
0: Bill Stadium, right?
2: No, it's it's an indoor, so it's got to be where the Sabers are. So I'm gonna go to UFC two ten to see Gegard and uh, DC versus Rumble two. So that should be a pretty good time. Got the Bellator, which isn't really that much of a travel in Chicago at Allstate Arena to see Rampage versus King Mo. Gonna take the boy to Atlanta to see the opening of the new billion dollar stadium for the Falcons. Hell yeah! Bears versus Falcons. We've got some fire road trips planned up which is going to be awesome. Kansas City, possibly Columbus. Pretty awesome with the boy getting into sports at this point in time. So now it's like, I love sports and I've got a reason to spend money and mama can't say yes. shit. <laughs> like, like, shut up, Courtney. I'm bonding with the boy. Um, then there's possibly, you had mentioned, WrestleMania might have an extra ticket. So I yeah. might have to, you know, just for the experience. And I've I got, definitely
0: have place in my Airbnb. I rented a whole damn house. So you are welcome if you do make that move.
2: Nice. And then I've got Germany again, DC, Dallas, Cali, and Vegas lined up for this year so looking to make the most of it and that's all with the little
0: princess kaya Monroe on her way so you mentioned uh gegard musasi on the ufc bill uh in buffalo and briefly i think mentioned the the whole immigrate not the immigration thing rather but uh anybody traveling from a foreign country i don't remember where he's from exactly but i think he has a work permit to be here anyways right so he shouldn't be affected by anything
2: he's he lives in the netherlands but he's armenian that and, sounds about right. And yeah. uh, so I know that there was some concern about him getting into the country, but I think...
0: Armenia is uh, not on the list as far as I know. So, so I you know. should be good.
2: Yeah, so it's going to be exciting. And also because it's going to be Chris Weidman's from New York. All right. So I'm going to be there rooting on my boy Gayguard, and I hope that the Dreamcatcher just fucks him up.
0: The tr- Is that his nickname, the
2: Dreamcatcher? At, at one point in time when he was in, like, you know, Strike Force,
0: I feel like that should be reserved for Native American wrestlers or mma fighters like tatanka would have been a good dream catcher your you know boy tatanka
2: i just want to fucking whoever is running cbs needs to buy some new goddamn chairs my fucking groin <laughs> is doing something all sorts of funky right now
0: that was uh not in q1 budgeting so we're gonna have to wait another month i believe before we get new chairs unfortunately but i've been telling them i've been reaming them out we definitely need new chairs in here This is unacceptable for six-figure radio hosts to be sitting in such squalor.
2: I mean, I get that all the money's going to the bank accounts, but Jesus Christ, give me something to sit in. A beanbag chair would be an improvement than what I'm sitting in.
0: Like, if we were working for Netflix, for example, that would be a place that They shell out the money on the good stuff, and that has to do with my best news ever. The Irishman, which is a project by Martin Scorsese, has been in the works for, man probably almost 10 years and it's about um frank sheeran a former irish mobster who um and it's based off of a book on his life i should say specifically the book is titled i heard you paint houses which was kind of mafia code for i heard you whack people for money that was kind of like their call for you know assassinating somebody
2: which is also called for working girls (laughs) yeah
0: I heard you whack off somebody. So this movie's been in the works forever. Uh, Marty's been the the slated director the entire time. It's supposed to be involving Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and an out-of-retirement Joe Pesci. Whoa, 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 whoa.
2: I thought Robert De Niro was just... All he does is shitty comedies these days. I didn't know he could actually make decent films anymore. I mean,
0: hopefully this is a decent film, because you're right. Both him and Pacino have been on this long... Like, downward slope of a roller coaster in their careers, just doing shitty movie after shitty movie.
2: I mean, there was a point in time in my life where my boy Bobby D was the greatest actor and nobody would come close, and then Absolutely. he made about 42 of those meet-the-fuckers or whatever the hell it is, <laughs> where it's like, you know it would be a good career move is to make movies with Ben Stiller, and then he just went and then Tom Hardy just shot past him.
0: And then just doing more comedies with, like, Anne Hathaway and all these other shitty movies, but... $100 million Netflix is dropping on this project because it, uh, no matter what other major studio tried to pick this up, it just kept not happening for whatever reason. We'd have to get our boy Max to explain the the intricacies of making a film and why studios don't get it done. But Netflix, when they plop down the money, the production gets done. It gets finished. They they write all the shit, they film all the shit, they edit all the shit, and the, the shit comes out and it turns into, it's like the opposite. It's a reverse shit. It turns from shit and to beautiful, delicious food, cinematic food. So The Irishman hopefully coming sometime, I don't know, in the next year or two, to quote my brother, I just hope nobody dies. I hope De Niro and Pacino and Pesci all stay healthy. They film this and this comes out, and it's everything we're hoping it would be. So my best news ever, The Irishman coming to Netflix sometime soon.
2: I, I'll, I'll double up on that because I think we're always like, hey, there hasn't been a good mob movie in forever, and it's such a like a cool genre. Yeah. Why don't people make more mob movies?
0: I mean, there's been uh, there was that one with Johnny Depp that came out a couple years ago where he played uh well-known uh, come
2: on Irish come on. mobster. Come
0: on, I'm forgetting the name. Come on, I'm forgetting the name. No, just keep guessing. I'm not, I'm not going to remember off the top of my head.
2: <laughs> I was I was saying that hoping that I would remember the name <laughs> <God> too. <laughs> damn it!
0: But but I'm trying to read Courtney's lips. Oh well, yeah, the movie was called Black Mass. I'm trying to remember the mobster's name though cuz it was based on a true story. But Black Mass. Let's fucking halt movie. this.
2: What the fuck? It wasn't yeah, uh what the fuck was his name? This is going to drive me. I mean, crazy. he was
0: on the lam for like 30 years before his girlfriend finally got too chatty with the neighbors and they realized who he was. Yes, you know that bitches be pillow
2: talking. Yeah. It's yeah, his true. ass was camped out just like Cali just walking around yeah, living that's in motels. Yeah, fucking
0: bother me now. Dude Dude Jimmy was something jimmy not not hoffa obviously he wasn't even a gangster he just got killed by them
2: what well they they just they don't know he was
0: killed uh he 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 was killed up and disappeared that's actually frank sheeran the uh, the guy who the uh that this movie was based off of he says he's the one that killed um jimmy hoffa or at least like knew it or was part of it i'm being past production notes now it was based off of what kind, God, of, damn what kind of production? Whitey Bulger. There we James go. James Whitey Bulger. That, that's what it was. And,
2: and with all the technology, all the people in the room, everything going on here, it took us nine minutes to get to the <laughs> bottom of that one.
0: You know why? Because that movie was so shitty that I, I didn't remember anything about it. I didn't want to remember who the gangster was. I didn't want to remember anything. Just like turn the, the Boston accent off and on whenever you feel like it as an actor. And then just the horrible writing, horrible everything. So hopefully this movie. The uh, the Irishman is much better than Black Mass.
2: And so you had talked about on episodes long ago about another movie or TV show based on a book you read?
0: Yeah, there was actually uh, Best News Ever maybe a handful of episodes ago um, based on a book by my favorite author, Neil Gaiman, called American Gods. And that got turned into a television show probably about a couple years ago when it went into development, finally, all kind of said and done with at least season one and that's finally set to air on stars April thirtieth and it will also be streaming on Amazon Prime, which I'm excited for because I'm a prime customer, but I no longer have stars in my cable package so that that kind of came in handy there. I don't
2: know how you watch TV anymore. I've complained recently with being so busy. I haven't even watched a new Tom Hardy joint, which I'm hearing is awesome, but there's so many shows. I saw one and I'm like, "Oh, that would be awesome. I have to check it out." But it's not on Netflix, it's not on Hulu. It's not on HBO, Showtime app. I don't even know what the what it what, what you know, what thing it was on or how you could get it. It's hard to
0: We were yeah. talking about the Tom Hardy show off air. And I had mentioned to you that how I always forget about the FX channel, like completely. I want to see Archer, and I always forget every time a new season starts, I want to see this Tom Hardy show, but I just keep forgetting that it exists. I literally go home and I put on NBC Sportsnet to watch, like, soccer highlights or something like that, and that's about it. Everything else is all on these apps. It's either the Showtime app, which I use to watch Shameless, uh, it is Netflix to watch some shows, Amazon Prime to watch a few others. You're right, it's all... It it went from being pick your cable company or your satellite provider to pick like you know your little Roku smart box or whatever that has all these apps that have all their own shows and movies on there.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, I mean maybe this is just a sign that I'm getting old, but it's hard to keep up with what shows on what channel and put it all in one spot because I know that some things you can get apps for certain devices, certain ones you can't. I heard about there's a new cheater box or something, and matter of fact, I think you. You said it was called Cody or something like that no, but it's not,
0: not the box. Uh, I, Cody was something separate but I know what you were talking about. It basically includes all of the apps you would ever need just straight in that one source. Like Roku is missing some stuff. Apple TV might not yeah. have everything this box has all of it.
2: I like Apple TV thought they were going to get like subscription based service and they tried playing like hardball. Yeah. <laughs> like they're nope. just
0: like nope, did not work. But Cody that now that you brought it up it was this interesting thing somebody i know has it and um it's perfectly legal from my understanding but the weird thing is it's not like netflix or anything like that it's almost it's a well designed app i would call it i guess but it's almost designed like a website you could go and find your television shows your movies but it's not just stuff that's come out in the past it's stuff that might be in theaters right now And some of it is shitty recordings, like you can see the people getting up to go to the bathroom, but some of it is legitimately ripped straight from like the studio source, and it's in high def and perfect quality, so you could see uh, whatever the fuck is out right now, King Kong or whatever, straight on your smart TV if you have Cody. It's interesting.
2: King Kong was the Grimace documentary, correct?
0: (laughs) I wish. I think think the Grimace documentary would just be called A Life in the Cincinnati Zoo, a Grimace story. That's what I would call it.
2: I bet you that the guy who shot Grimace would have never got popped if it wasn't for one of his coworkers snitching.
0: He <laughs> probably would have gotten away and yeah. went on an island with Tupac's murderer. Yeah, typical Ohio trash. <laughs> I swear it's not an episode of Panoptic Tray without talking about animals in one way or another. So earlier I talked about there would be a re- a returning talent to our podcast, a returning bit. It's been a while. And she has a lot to say about animals in the news, so I find this is perfect. The stars were aligned. We welcome back Courtney with Outre News.
1: That's actually hilarious. I had no idea you guys were going to talk about Harambe again. This week on Outre News, which I haven't done in a while, I'm super excited to be back. I think the last time I was here was for the brewery. Yes. And I actually have something about craft beer, too. So it's kind of all, I don't know, fate, perhaps. <laughs> the stars are aligning. A few episodes ago, Jeremy had brought up something um, from Australia, the ass-kicker coffee that like could kill you if you drink it too fast or too much of it. Correct. It was like five times stronger than regular coffee or even more than that. Well, a brewery called... Brewdog is trying to open up some breweries in the United States and their method of doing that is very 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 interesting. Instead of like just going out and finding, you know, investors, they have created a $20,000 brew of beer. What on earth would anyone pay $20,000 for for a beer? One bottle, not a case, not a, a lifetime supply, one bottle. It is housed in the dead body of a squirrel.
2: What? So, $20,000 for a bottle of beer. That's actually things like that are becoming more commonplace. I know there's a lot of rappers who are selling mixtapes for either $100. Hear me out. $100, a thing, 1000 or 10000 And there was one rapper who was doing this, and Jay Z bought them all up because he respected his hustle so much that he just bought them all up. And then there's like groups like. Wu-Tang and Bone Thugs were selling one copy of their CD. Yeah, but
0: then Martin Shkreli fucking buys it up, so it cancels out the the whole purpose of it.
2: But I'm saying that's a creative way to make money. Oh, of course. You know.
1: Well, they're not just doing it to, you know, get money. They're doing it, if you buy this $20,000 bottle of beer in a squirrel, which some of them come in outfits, they're all completely unique to the person who buys it. They only made twelve, for instance, in 2010. Um... You get a share in the company. So you buy this bottle of beer. It's a collector's item. It is one of the rarest and most interesting beers that you can possibly purchase in the world. And to top it off, regular beer is what? 5% alcohol? 5 to 7 yep. depending on the beer. 7% yep. you feel like you're getting really messed up. Yep. This is 55% alcohol.
0: I mean at that point it's it's hard liquor isn't it? It's not it's, even beer anymore. And it's
1: stronger than most bourbons is yeah. what they're saying. It's it's pretty insane.
0: Bourbons usually like a solid 40 45%, so yeah. I wonder why the squirrel I would
2: have preferred like a baby kangaroo or something like that. Maybe or the squirrels something. that
0: are just kind of all over the place.
1: I think it's because they're using a specific taxidermist named Simon the Stuffer.
2: I thought you were going to say
0: Steinberg. <laughs> Simon Simon the Stuffer, I believe, was also the name of a, a porn actor. That th- sounds that about right. That, do,
1: that does sound about right. James Watt, the co-founder, said they're specifically doing it to open a brewery in, for whatever reason, I don't understand, Columbus, Ohio.
2: Oh, I think that's a smart business plan. If I'm opening a business, I want it in Ohio because I know that the employees are going to police one another. <laughs> you don't even have to have cameras.
1: They'll record each other and turn them in.
2: See? The fucking Australian beach trash knows how to do it. They're <laughs> yes. like, yep, we have to go to Ohio. People act weird there.
1: It's it's pretty intense as far as I'm concerned. So for $20,000... Like you camping? Get... Yes. Intense like camping.
2: It's intense like camping. Nice.
1: So for $20,000, you get an... You know, a stake in this company. They're opening the brewery in Ohio, but they also want to open some other pubs, like in select cities in the in, around the country. Hopefully, we can get one in Chicago. It would be interesting to taste a fifty five percent. Alcohol. I'm sure you can't buy a bottle of it just at the the brewery, but once they open, maybe they'll do samples or something.
0: It's like $20,000. Should I put a deposit in on a house or should I buy this squirrel beer? I'll go with the squirrel beer.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: What happens
2: when PETA shows up and starts dumping cans of paint and shit because you're drinking a fucking (laughs) BBR
0: out of a dead squirrel? Well,
1: hopefully they're using like roadkill squirrels and not like out hunting squirrels.
0: No, I want pristine squirrel. There was somebody that's slightly off topic, but... there's a Tumblr account for like vegans only, and somebody just posted a random picture of a pigeon, a live pigeon, in between two slices of bread, and they immediately booted him out of the group. I'm
1: not I, surprised by that. Vegans take their stuff pretty seriously. Very. It was very. always
2: like the big pan of uncooked bacon was always a thing that set vegans off. I don't know why I've heard that happen millions of times.
1: I was at a cafe the other day with a bunch of vegans, and they were shaming me because I like Doritos because there's apparently pork. Some kind of pig product in Doritos. I'm like, that's what makes it taste delicious.
0: You're un American if you don't like Doritos.
1: Yeah. Well, to continue on, famous animals or animals that Americans have made super famous, Harambe being one from last year. This year we have April the giraffe. And I don't, I feel like if you haven't heard of this particular giraffe, you're living in a cave with your ears closed and your eyes closed and you don't know anything. April has been. They've been live streaming her her cage at the New York Animal Adventure Park waiting for her to give birth and people are getting insanely impatient. Twitter is a buzz, everyone's like, I, they're making memes like April on Maury, she faked her pregnancy to keep her boyfriend from leaving. Some woman made a very pregnant woman made a video of herself in her room just with a giraffe mask on and her big pregnant belly out just walking around her room. It has become. <laughs>
0: that giraffe is what, 15 months pregnant?
1: She. Well, giraffes can go 64 weeks.
0: Which is. The, a well, long humans time. go 40. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: so, if that's any comparison. Elephants, however, go two years. So I So don't,
0: April's on the verge of exploding any, time, any day now, pretty much. She's
1: pretty much ready to give birth. It's just a matter of time. But she has the nation in her corner waiting for her. I feel like she's my spirit animal. I feel like I have been pregnant for. An eternity,
0: all the local news outlets have like the live Facebook cam. You going know, that they actually
1: turned it off for a while. Did you hear about that? No, they turned it off because some of the moral majority. Oh. Felt that it was sexual in content. I heard
0: YouTube pulled it off because of that reason.
1: It was flagged by YouTube users. Because it was
0: considered pornographic. And
1: nudity. <laughs> I'm like, I was unaware that giraffes wore pants when they weren't giving birth. Yes. Yeah,
2: no, there's some fucking sexy giraffes out there. I'm not going to front. i mean, them
1: long legs, though. hmm mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was a thing that happened. They definitely pulled it off of YouTube for sexual content and nudity. But it's back up and running and everyone is just waiting you know and waiting and waiting i have people that like you read they're like i go to bed every night watching april because she brings me peace and i'm like okay that's a little insane. i definitely
0: do not but
2: what the fuck is wrong with this country and i think if you're the person that flagged that you should be thrown in jail if you found something sexual about that
0: there's a great meme going around and it's kind of apples and oranges but i get a laugh out of it anyways but it's like here's thirteen year old somebody. It's this kid who is like thirteen and has like three college degrees already. And it's like, and here's Daniela Bragoli, the Cash Me Outside girl, who has seventy million followers on Instagram. It's like, and then you wonder why the country is going to shit. And I just get a kick out of it every I time it gets shared. I literally
1: shared that meme today. <laughs> it's just funny. It's just yeah. funny. It's ridiculous. We we definitely make weird things famous in this country. We have no. I think that's a sense of our education system at its finest at that point. Um, and then my last animal based news story is about a mouse who, incidentally, mice are only, they only gestate for three weeks. So that's why there's such a mouse problem in some places. Interesting. Rats, mice. <laughs> They grounded a British Airways flight to California because they had a mouse on it.
0: Yeah, because those things carry famine and plague and all that stuff. Especially British British mice. I'm so sick of these motherfucking mice on my motherfucking
2: plane. (laughs) It was a four-hour
1: delay in which people on the plane were tweeting that they would not allow the plane to take off with the mouse because it didn't get its visa in time.
0: Didn't um, I mean hey, if I need to get a visa, so does the fucking mouse. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? How
1: do mice get into this country? I'm not gonna and be a second yet?
0: class citizen to a mouse.
1: Yeah. That's well, bullshit. It, I agree. It was a four hour delay. Mice have rights. Mice, mice have matter rights. It ended up being a four hour delay for a mouse. And there was a lot of talk that Samuel L. Jackson would star in the movie about the plight of these people and the mouse.
0: So, mice on a plane. <laughs> spiritual successor to snakes on a plane. I like it.
1: Snakes eat mice. Maybe they should have just let some snakes loose on this plane. That might have saved the whole issue. Snakes
0: don't carry the fucking plague, so... A plane with mice and
2: fucking snakes, they just go ahead and give that one to Malaysia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a a good idea.
0: Or just put it on a Russian plane and send it over Turkey. (laughs) Either either way. (laughs)
1: Turks.
2: All I could think about, uh, Germany, when you're in Germany, they're not a fan of Turkey. No, yeah. Just an absolute not fan of Turkey. That was like a rivalry and a beef that I learned of. It's my It's very ironic
0: there. given that Turkish immigrants rebuilt a lot of Germany post-World War II. So it's kind of strange.
2: Yeah, just I thought that was kind of random.
0: Yeah.
1: My last one, this is a totally off-topic um, piece that I was, as I was sitting here listening to you two talk for the last half hour or so, I was scrolling through my account and I came across a very interesting article. You guys are always talking about the cafes where they're like having animatronic sex dolls. that yeah. Well, they finally have a company that is making anatomically correct male dolls for women. Uh-huh. The interesting thing is they also make female dolls, this company. The female dolls, because nothing is fair for women in this country. The female dolls cost fifty seven fifty. Like five thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. The male dolls cost fifty nine hundred. Because men always, always are just a little bit more expensive.
0: Is it because the penis comes at like an extra cost because they have to basically attach a dildo in there somewhere? That'd be awesome. If like
2: you get the base model, you get a microphallus. <laughs> then if you want to get like you the You have to <laughs> upgrade to the big dong. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm look- if you want to
2: go to the BBC, it's an extra
1: $1,500. i am looking at a picture of a doll named Gabriel who has an 11-inch, uncircumcised penis.
2: Does he have an uncut Latino <laughs> meat?
1: No, he looks kind of like Justin Bieber.
2: Gabriel. <laughs> I'll pass.
1: Well, if you miss your boyfriend or girlfriend, you don't have to worry because you can get your sex doll made to look like anyone you want. As long as they agree to come to their the factory and be scanned you can scan your boyfriend girlfriend husband wife and make your own sex doll of that person your
2: birthday's right around the corner we'll get another jeremy and tag team that shit <laughs> how do you think women Are on average fuck
1: yourself in the ass <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's um. like narcissism at the finest i feel like i feel like i know a certain politician that might like to fuck himself in the ass just because of narcissistic. No, tendencies. I couldn't, I couldn't
2: handle this balloon knot.
1: that yeah, it's, shit's it's way like too like Buffalo
0: tight. Bill from Silence of the Lambs where he's Would like Would you fuck Would me? you fuck me? I'd fuck me. And then like he goes and gets a doll of himself and then just fucks himself. Me
2: and Dal Jeremy just double <laughs> penetrating Courtney in. And it's not gay if my dick touches my own dick. Correct. No, no exactly. Yeah, it's so just Yeah it's
0: pretty they hot. have
1: warnings for these dolls now. The dolls cannot stand up on their own, but they their limbs do move and bend, and you can put them into different positions. So, so. you
0: technically could do doggy with these things, but
1: you'd have to back yourself into yeah, it. So once again, fine. woman is doing all the work during sex. <laughs>
0: that's what juvenile taught you to do in the late nineties. It's all good.
1: You could do it with your ass and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um...
0: Not the song I was thinking of, but yes, that too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he also tells you if you if you're on your period, I'm not with it. I'm gone. <laughs>
1: I don't think his sex doll would complain about it. Nope. Um, they have more warnings for the female. That was on a
2: now CD. I used to bang to that song.
1: <laughs> Only you would bang to now CDs. By bang, you mean fuck your own hand. Because I can't imagine a girl being like, "Oh, this is a hot song to have no, sex to." No, that was a
2: good joint. That was a good. That was a popular joint back in the Absolutely. day.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Oh, um. So for the 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 male dolls, apparently you could do whatever you want to them. There's no warnings for them. But the female dolls, the site warns against damaging the female dolls through vigorous usage. They say, please don't you know over overdo it with these dolls. Treat your mannequin as you would treat a real woman. Do not strongly knead the breasts or pull them, as this could cause rips and tears.
2: Did you say knead? Knead. Oh, you said like knead, like mixed martial arts. Like- <laughs>
0: I'm going to hate no, like, fuck this bitch. Like, need, Does like, it also say don't nut inside unless they say it's okay?
1: Do you know that those sex cafes are for, are demanding that men wear condoms when they fuck the dolls?
0: Well, yeah, that, that makes sense because yeah. that's how disease spreads. And even if you're cleaning those machines or those robots... still possible i
1: I feel like if you're gonna pay three grand to fuck something that you have to wear a condom you might as well just go get a real woman but like
0: with a doll though like like imagine if a guy just keeps nutting inside one of these things like what does he just churn his own butter for a week after a week after a week that's disgusting
1: eventually you won't need lube anymore it
2: would look like one of those pans when you made cinnamon rolls (laughs) and the frosting (laughs) just starts flaking out
1: oh this doll's already wet Fuck. Uh though there's a few more warnings. It says make sure to turn the head so that the face is, is not experiencing undue friction on furniture or bedding.
2: Yeah, I don't make eye contact with any of my trollops.
1: And be conscientious of clothing, tugging on breasts when dressing or undressing your doll. So apparently the female dolls are very delicate. I'm not I'm not dressing
2: that whore up. <laughs> I'm not going through all the effort. I gotta buy clothes too. I upgrade I upgraded for the C cuffs. <laughs>
1: A lot of those people that like the dolls are really into dressing and undressing them. That's like the big thing.
2: I wonder, could you get like vagioplasty for them or like the Barbie surgery because you don't like their... After
0: you've taken them to pound town one too many times and loosened it up.
1: I <laughs> if you the... could just
0: patch it, patch it up.
1: I, I feel like I would have to do a little bit more research. Like I said, I was just scanning through. I found it interesting. Really, the picture of Gabriel's 11-inch uncircumcised penis is what got my attention in the first place. If we
0: could get pictures of this for Instagram, that would be great. Yeah. Can we
1: post pictures of penises if it's a doll?
0: We could probably blur it out or do something. We could find a creative way of posting it. I
1: definitely have the pictures. Nice. I will be looking at them later again. Yeah,
2: just as long as you don't post any sexy giraffes so we get flagged. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no naked giraffes. They have to be wearing pants. No
0: pregnant giraffes either. Yeah. America frowns upon that. Yeah, I hate horror giraffes. they <laughs> are the worst. <laughs>
2: Leave it to Courtney to d- disappear
0: for where, where where have you even been? You've been gone for like what? She just shows up pregnant and she's <laughs> like I'm ready for another round of outre news. I'm like all right. Cool.
1: <laughs> As it turns out, I only like to come on when we're talking about bestiality or beer. <laughs> so
0: Well, it's fair, good to have enough. you back.
1: Yeah. That was a pleasure being here. I was a little rusty. I feel like I shook it off though. It was a good time. As always, I love coming. So, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> 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 You walked right into that one. That's probably why you're pregnant. I mean, literally walked into it. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. From rubber fucking dolls to you having basically carte blanche on getting a company car, but um, something will work itself out. You you apparently have a blank check and to get whatever eco friendly car you want through your your secondary employer, not CBS because that they're, they're cheap. But your secondary employer.
2: We had a discussion and he said, buy an eco-friendly vehicle. And I was thinking, Okay, what what what's my budget? And he said a good deal.
0: Hmm. That's so, very ambiguous.
2: So here's what I'm thinking. I want to buy a vehicle that can fit my family. So I'd like it to fit five, or maybe even six. So I'm thinking like a big car or a small SUV that's also fuel efficient, because last year last month Spent like sixteen hundred dollars in gas just going to and from work. So and I was driving a Yukon, so that's uh
0: So perhaps we're looking at you already have the 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 base model Tesla, the model A or T or whatever the hell it's called. Now maybe you wanna bump up and get a Tesla model X, which is the SUV from Tesla. Yeah, which has plenty of room.
2: That's an absolute great idea. I'm not I'm honestly not sure, but I am taking suggestions, so I'm gonna like throw it out there. If you are familiar, because I don't know shit about cars, I know I like a Tesla and that's it. But I need a fuel efficient vehicle that it can't be like no scrub mobile. I'll be goddamn if I'm gonna get in something that's not like a little lux- lux- yeah. luxurious. 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 Luxurious, yeah. And so yeah, email us. Panopticoutre at gmail.com and let me know i need a vehicle peeps
0: hit us I, up on twitter at panopticutre yeah
2: yeah just hook hook a brother up because i don't know shit about cars i really don't want to research it because that's too much effort i just want you know like maybe five or six suggestions and then choose from it so you the people can pick my next vehicle
0: it's a very good deal tesla um not just all about the cars anymore you obviously have elon musk who's all about space travel but within the tesla brand Now, uh, solar panel roofing is becoming more and more of a thing. They found easier and more efficient ways of producing these roof panels. So now it's becoming even more cost effective, a little cheaper to do than even conventional roofing. So not only can you get, you know, these new shingles replaced on your roof and everything like that, but you will save money in the long run because it'll save on your electricity bill and your heating etc etc so not only you know tesla great cars but also solar roof that's what it's all about the future is a beautiful thing my friend
2: elon musk is a smart motherfucker he is you know what he says about apple now you think people that you know apple's pretty fucking smart company too he said tesla castoffs are what runs apple Like, the people who couldn't hack it at Tesla are the people who are running Apple. I mean, so they're just surrounding themselves with just brilliant fucking minds.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll go with the company that, you know, has their own space rocket. They're getting ready to send it to Mars or the moon or wherever else.
2: Yeah, I like, and then, like, all these other automotive companies won't let them get plants and stuff like that because they're so threatened because the car is just superior. It's so fucking awesome. Like, I'm not even into that sort of thing, but I know some people had a Tesla and a Camaro. Like, one of those, like bumblebee transformer Camaros it's like street edition <laughs> horsepower <laughs> and they raced and then the fucking Tesla just fucking woof, yeah. just whipped its ass
0: I saw a Tesla the other day too just the acceleration the way it it handled through the turn and stuff like that it's a it's just a beautiful thing it's a great feat of engineering
2: it really is this episode flew by fast it was a lot of fun yeah to have Courtney back in there she's she's outlandish she's crazy she got them pregnancy hormones.
0: Yeah. but well, we we saw the good side of it today, so that's that's a plus, always. Yeah. Oh, I'm
2: sure I'll hear the bad side of it after my comments. I'm a <laughs> sexist pig. I'm a, a mananist or whatever the fuck it is. I'm all about man rights. <laughs> that's how she's talking to your a boy. A
0: masculinist? Would that be the, the correct yeah, term? I don't I know. guess. Anyways, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at panopticutray. I am John Genza. You can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at John Genza.
2: And I'm the cowboy of cocaine stitches. You can follow me on the gram and Twitter at Jeremy Reckline. You can follow the troglodyte Cody Sealmer87, and you can follow Courtney. I'm I'm just find her. She's on there somewhere. And
0: please subscribe and rate on iTunes. Don't just subscribe and then exit out of you know the iTunes store. Rate that shit. Yeah, rate it. Until next time.